Welcome to Victorious Living. Jesus just made this statement. He, he made this statement in this world that he's going to go to the cross. He says, in me, you're going to have peace. But he said, what else did he say? He said, you're also going to have tribulation. So it is unscriptural for me to believe that I'll never have another test or trial. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares a message with us entitled, Possessing a Complete Faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us possessing a complete faith. And so if you read through the scripture, you'll find where Jesus said it himself, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And it's recorded in other places in the scriptures. If any man have ears to hear, well, now, obviously, I don't have to tell this to you, but nonetheless, to, 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 to strike a, you know, a little bit of, a, of, of the difference here, everybody is born, most everybody, unless something abnormal happens, everybody's born with ears. Everybody's born with the ability to hear, but hearing God simply means this. When I've heard God, I have embraced what God has said and I have incorporated that into my life through my actions and through my words. And so a lot of times, you know, we, 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 we could go astray here thinking, I love everybody, but yet talk about everybody. And so what's happening is, I have embraced Jesus as my Savior, but I haven't heard or embraced his word to love everybody and, and to speak well of everybody. That don't mean that everybody's actions are right, but I'm talking about me, uh, to speak well of. So what do we do, folks? We think sometimes, I say we, I don't know who we is. Uh, I know we we is me. And, and we think then, well, I have the faith measure. Got that measure of faith. So what do we look for? We look for something out external here to happen. For God to move externally out here, and sure we do. No question about that, but that doesn't happen every day in your life. That don't happen every day when you come to church. That happens as the spirit moves. And so we need to understand what it means to have a complete faith. And we're going to talk a little bit about it if we ever get to it here. But Paul in his writings to the Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, the first chapter, third verse, says it this way. We are bound to thank God always for you, talking to the, the, uh, the folks there in, in the church at Thessalonica. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet or as is necessary. 
because that your faith groweth exceedingly. Now he's just classified that type of person that, uh, that where faith is and where faith is growing exceedingly. He is, he's uses the word exceedingly, which means they had a fast growing, uh, a swift growing faith. They were hearing what the apostles were teaching to them. He said, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet or necessary, because that your faith groweth exceedingly and the charity of every one of you uh, abounds, or, and I left off a word there, okay. And so we see then that to have a complete faith, it is necessary that these elements be in your, in your faith. Shouting does not bring faith to you. Shouting is a result of your faith and your trust in God. So we then, uh, let me read this uh, scripture here out of Second Peter chapter 1, verse 17 through 19. For he received from God the Father honor and glory. When there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard and when we were with him in the holy mount, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. If somebody is declaring something that you cannot, you cannot base it on the word, it's not from God. It is a false prophecy. And so we do need to be aware and keenly aware of who we listen to. And we need to be keenly aware of what we are hearing. And so Peter describes it this way concerning the word of God. He said, we have a more sure word of prophecy written in the scriptures than anyone who may give a prophetic word here not based on the word of God. And so... Amen. Thank you for that overwhelming response. <laughs> Made me want to run. Amen. <laughs> so we have a more sure word of prophecy. If it's written in the prophetic scriptures, it's going to happen. I don't care who says that God says it's not. It's going to happen. God is not a liar. God is the truth. Jesus declared himself to be what? The way, the truth, and the life. So no prophetic word will supersede the prophetic word of the written scriptures. So we have a more sure word of prophecy. So it behooves us people to read what the scriptures prophetically declares and know that is the more sure word of prophecy. Amen. All right. Well, let's, let's move along. Let's go into the book of John Amen. here just for a few moments today. Amen. And we can chew on what I just said and do whatever. John, St. John 
the 16th uh, chapter. Now, in these verses that I'm going to read to you, Jesus is talking to his disciples about his impending crucifixion, about what he's facing. Jesus is talking to the disciples about what he is facing, his, his impending crucifixion. John 16, verses 31 and 30, through 33. Jesus answered them, do you now believe? Behold, the hour comes, yes, is now come that you shall be scattered every man to his own and he shall leave me alone. That's, that's, that's when he went to the cross and they, for, you know, they, they forsook or they were forsaken some. And yet I'm not alone, he said, because the Father is with me. These things have I spoken unto you. Now he said, well, let me, just let me read these things. I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Now Jesus is getting ready to go to the cross. He's getting ready to do uh, the sacrificial work, the redeeming work for men. But notice what he said, in this world, you will have tribulations. So I, that goes back to my earlier statement that, that uh, uh, someone, you know, in, in a conversation said, well, I'm believing God that I'll never have another test or trial in my life. False Jesus just made this statement. He's, he made this statement in this world. Now he's going to go to the cross. He says, in me, you're going to have peace. But he said, what else did he say? He said, you're also going to have tribulation. So it is unscriptural. I don't know that you thought this or whatever, but uh, you might be here this morning. But it is unscriptural for me to believe that I'll never have another test or trial. When the dust settles from that test and trial, where do you stand? When the, where do you stand? Because once the trial's over, that's where the rubber meets the road. And so you're going to have them. Now, I know, well, I ain't going to listen to that. That's not faith. Well, you don't just tell Jesus to shut up then. <laughs> Jesus said in this world, here's the question, how many of you are in this world? That's about a fourth of you. <laughs> Please tell me where the rest of you are at. I might, might want to come join you. He said in this world, now, when he uses the word world, he's talking about the world's system, cosmos. In this system, you're going to be in this world system, cosmos, where Satan is the God of this world. Now, we just heard just, I think it was this past week where someone said, Satan is not the God of this world. God is the God of this world. Then I got, a, I did have a, a, a quite a lengthy conversation with somebody up in, would you believe, been preaching up in Idaho. 
was preaching up in Idaho and he, uh, he said, he said uh, Brother Charles, he said, I came across a statement that I made and I, I said, God's not in control. Well, now, he didn't know every bit of the doctrine in this church, he said, so there was a great percentage of the people that disagreed with him and some even got up and walked out because they said God absolutely is in control, okay? If God is in control, he's missing something somewhere. If he's in control, he's not in control of COVID. He's not in control of all of the evil. He's not in control of all of the bad things that are happening. He's not in control. God gave man a will. And God gave man his word. And I have a right and God's not going to intervene in it. I have a right to believe what I want to believe. That don't mean I'm believing what's right, but I have a right to believe what I want to believe. And so anyway, after it's all over, you know, because he was, uh, this, this individual, he was asking me, and I don't know why, he said, I'm thinking I should get on. It's our hope that today's message, Possessing a Complete Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request offer number 16. This week's offer number is 16. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.